My name is Abigail Kelly, and I'm with Victoria Aveline. Hello. Hello. We're just gonna pretend like we haven't been talking for. Yeah, yeah. Already. No, no, that didn't happen. This is brand new content. It's totally. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Just hanging out in my bedroom because it's the place with curtains for sound. I will say it is very pretty. Oh. I love your. You got a gorgeous backdrop happening. Thank you. Well, I don't ever. I don't I ever leave the house, so I just like to make my surroundings pretty, like a little bird. That's fair. You're like a little bower bird. I get that. Uh, I, I'm, I'm in the sanctum, and I'm like compared to your like grown up space (laughs) over there. I'm I'm, like looking at my Brendan Fraser pillow. Oh, um, like I've said, Brendan Fraser. I mean, look at him. Look at his austere expression. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Yes, he's the ideal man. Inexplicably, I did notice, uh, for listeners at home, I'm I'm holding a Brendan Fraser yeah. pillow, um, and it was a gift for my birthday from Fred, because uh, he's a monster and also knows me very well. Um, he has a button-down shirt, mm-hmm. and you can't see. There's no c- possible way you will be able to see what's happening here, except for whatever reason, he has the top button buttoned, and then the next button unbuttoned, and then the button below that buttoned. And... I- now that I've seen it, I can't actually unsee well, it, and that's the only thing I care about on this pillow. Well, you know why, though? You know why that is? Because that for sure is a tearaway shirt, and he's going to be doing oh, a dance. Right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's just, it's just like Yeah, yeah. speak. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we're going to talk about Brendan Fraser uh, later, because I was... Okay, so to get on to what really matters yeah, yeah. here is that you write the... Oh, yeah, the clicanian. <laughs> the clicanian. Get all of those tongues moving for those hard guys. Clicanian. Yep. The cicada books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The clicanian books. Yes. I was like, I something about it, like, there's so, there's so many C's in it, and yep. I was looking at it, and, like, I I got it on the first try, and then I psyched myself yeah, out, yeah. and I was like, there's no way it's yeah, that, yeah. so I, like, tried to come up with alternates. No, for sure it's that. Anyway. For sure it's that one. <laughs> I I wanted to make it I, as complicated as possible so people would remember it, for sure. That's true, and, like, a search optimization 100%. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so I read your books at the start of July, um, which was, I think you had, I don't think you had published your second book yet, which is Freeing Luca. Mm-hmm. I got it right Good this job. time. Um, uh, I always get your titles mixed up, and I don't <laughs> well, know why I read these books, like, 20 times. I, I, uh, I'm, as you'll probably learn as we talk, I am terrible with names i cannot remember a name of a person or a book or anything but i can tell you the plot and that's it well that's yeah, yeah. fair that's fair i i am i'm i'm really good at remembering like names and plots yeah. and stuff but if you ask me to actually identify a human person that i've met i know <laughs> okay. uh so that's that's my yeah. flaw um but i i found your books in probably i think it was like a week before you published freeing luca and so you had you had um Choosing Theo, which came out in March, mm-hmm. which was your first yep. book. And I I found your book. I've I read Choosing Theo in like two and a half Oh, hours. yeah. Like I, I blasted through it. I was like, yeah, this, yeah, this looks fine. I think I had just read. It might have been the first alien romance I read at the start of quarantine, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Oh, I'm because honored. I, I read, yeah, because I, I read 
I my mom had got me like a Kindle Unlimited subscription because she was like, I'm sorry that you're home all yeah. the time and sad and just like writing like a crazy person. Here's a free subscription to this thing if you want to read. Um, so I got it and uh, and I, I stumbled across Ruby Dixon's Fireblood Dragon series and I blasted through that and I had no idea that it was aliens um, <laughs> technically, yeah. but I, you know, whatever. Um, and then I, I stumbled across uh, Choosing Theo yeah. and I was like, oh. <laughs> What is this? <laughs> oh. And I absolutely ate that shit up with us. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Delicious. Yeah. I love uh Theo. He's and he's a good he's, boy. Such a sad, sad good yes, boy. Yes. So paranoid, so dumb. So dumb. Yeah. I reread it. I just reread oh, it yeah? the other day. Does it hold? And up? I was like, I, it does. Okay. I I noticed more stuff, and we're gonna talk about okay. it because there was stuff that I noticed in there that I was like, hell yeah, Victoria oh. gets it done. Um, but before we even get into that, I want to say you have a book coming out, Tempting Ozed. Yep, Ozed, uh, which is coming out. Ozed, 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 Tempting Ozed, Tempting Ozed. Put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> okay yeah i mean i do that okay everybody does that um, it's an alien word man it's that's true. you can say it however you, you want should, you need a pronunciation guide buddy <laughs> well you know what i said i have a pronunciation guide that i send to the person who does the audio books and i'm like a uh-huh. maniac and i have all of the words with the phonetic yeah. pronunciation but i feel like honestly Pronounce it however you want, you know? This is That's your cool. alien world that you're diving into. Okay, then I have a question. Yeah. Is it Feho or Fejo? Fejo. 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 Yeah. Okay. That's what I was hoping. Yeah, you know, Fejo. Fejo, you got it. Yep. Thank God. <laughs> I'm, spoilers for Lady in the Podcast. Yeah. I fucking love Rego. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> the end of this podcast, I'm going to make a statement about Rego because. I'm going to go insane if one more person asks me about him. You <gasps> love him so much and I love him so much. It's just you made him so sweet in like the I first know. book. And like this poor baby <laughs> is like dressing up super nice all the time and combing his hair all the Yo. time around his horns. And all the women are so scared of him and he just wants his love. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I did it. I made him. I know. He's, <laughs> he's going to get his story. He's going to get it. I just, gosh, it's... I get probably one out of every two messages across social media that I get has uh-huh. at least a reference to him. And okay. is he getting yeah, his book? Sense. Is he going to get yeah, yeah. every every single person? And it's got to be Feho second, right? Right. It's going to be what? It's got to be like Feho is the next next like most. Oh, uh, yeah. Sure, question, sure. Yes. It's him. Then Feho, for sure. Sexy pirate. Sexy space pirate. Yep. But he is most requested. He will be getting a book. I have a story in mind, but for his story to happen, I need other things to happen in the world. And I also am so intimidated now. So I got to make him amazing. So. (laughs) Well, you've already made him amazing. I have to. So like, like, you don't even need to worry about that. I mean, I have to now make a book that's amazing. You know, so. Well, yeah, but you already, I mean. (laughs) <laughs> you already did it we already we already paid to get on board this ship yeah we're on here how you can cruise it however you want yeah, yeah either we can jump off or we can stay and we're probably gonna stay yeah 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 well so okay so for everyone who is tuning in specifically to hear about rago he's getting a book he's gonna get him he's gonna get a full book it's gonna be 
great. It'll be good. Love him. His, his horns, and he's just he's such a good boy. He, he's just trying to teach those ladies how to read. I love with him. With a tight shirt. <laughs> with a little with tight, tight shirt. shirt. He's just he so nervous and like trying to be non threatening. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my poor guy. I love him. Um, okay, so but Tempting Gazette is coming out two mm. days, I believe, after this podcast releases. This podcast coming out on the 7th, and it comes out on the yep, 9th. Yep. Yes? Mm-hmm. Yes? Okay. Um, I will have the links to the pre-order in the uh, description box, as usual. I was privileged yeah. to read it before, and I, like, I was so goddamn excited. I like I had to stop myself from reading it because I had like I you sent it to me and I had like two days where I had to work. Um, And so I had to get up at like 5 a.m. And so I like I couldn't do my usual thing, which is I read in the evenings. And like I knew that if I started your book, I wasn't going to be able to (laughs) like stop until I finished it. So I was like, I can't do this. I have to delay my gratification two days. So that was my birthday present to myself was I read your book in one sitting. Oh, did you you liked it? It Okay. It was, spoilers, it was very good. Oh, good, good. good. I had a very good <laughs> okay. time. Um, but even before we get into all that, before we get into what the Cocainian series is about, spoilers, is about aliens, um, we are going to talk about you for a minute. I have a question for you, and I think you know what that question is because you listen to the podcast. Oh, I, yep, I do. I'm so I do. sorry. Uh, uh, okay. How do you feel about romance novels? Love them. Love them full stop. Love them. I... I ha- struggle to read anything else. And even when it is romance and it's fade to black, I struggle with that. Like, love romance. Love romance. I, well, okay. Let's let's wait on that, though. I love paranormal fantasy sci-fi romance. Not so much historical or contemporary. That's not my jam. Oh, my God. No. My yeah, no. Heart. No, thank you. I'm yeah. heavy. <laughs> I do it. I do read it. And I do like it when I'm reading sure. it. But getting myself to read it is, is sure. difficult. Yeah. Sure, sure. I, I cannot suspend my disbelief. I can't. Like, if there yeah. is a millionaire who is super handsome and ripped and young, he doesn't ever date because he's clumsy. I, okay. Yeah, sure. That. That's real. That no, no, that doesn't happen. Like, hey, hey, do you host this podcast? Because oh. I feel like I've heard this. Before. Oh, have oh, sorry. No, I just I can't. <laughs> yeah, I can't. But the but the hippo. It's the most hypocritical thing because you give me that exact scenario, but he's an alien, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, that tracks. Yep. <laughs> Oh, it's totally fine that he's a prince of like a planet where he's the sole ruler and like no one has any freedoms, but everyone's fine with it. But, yeah, yeah. but like if I read a billionaire romance, I'm like, this is a dystopia. Yep. I can't read no. this. You think I would, uh, this guy would be a good person? No. You have no idea what's going on in the world. Yeah, no, I can't. But then I can, you know, read about a woman getting abducted. And I'm like, That's yeah, fine. yeah, sure. That makes sense. That makes sense is what it makes. I, I just can't yeah. do it with contemporary. Sexy can't i think it's too close to home it's too close to home it like is. I, yeah i can't suspend my disbelief that like especially with with like rom-coms and stuff i would i die of cringe i have really bad secondhand embarrassment <sighs> yeah. syndrome and like i can't i can't with it like i do and i and again i do enjoy it once i force myself to start but like getting myself past that initial hurdle is like really hard mm-hmm. um whereas like <clears throat> i feel like i can kind of cruise on this on this like on this spaceship, mm-hmm. right, that I've created for myself yeah. when when it's, like, immediately I'm like, oh, this is not the world I inhabit. Right. 
because of X, Y, and Z fantastical thing. And now I can just kind of vibe. Um, And I don't have to think about like what the real world ramifications of like having a billionaire secret baby would be, Um, you know, it just, you know, does he have fangs? That's all I need. Right, just make him like a little just, different. Like a just little a bit, tiny like bit. Like a little bit. Or, or like make it really fucking wild. Like uh, uh, Janine Frost, a Dracula series. Oh, yeah. Her but. Or Dracula dates a circus. Before. That first <laughs> book, if I remember the book that you're talking about, it ends like it's not. Uh, H-E-A. No, she does cliffhangers. I she does cliffhangers for sure. was furious. I was like, <laughs> so we have Dracula and a circus performer and we don't see them? I can't, I can't do it. I can't, I can't do those either. They do. I mean, she definitely like, she likes to live with her characters I, for a while. I didn't realize that going in. I love the book, yeah. but I just don't yeah. have, I'm commitment phobe in that way. I can't. Well, that's, I, I struggle with YA for the same yeah. exact reason. Like, I can't, they're all freaking, like, long series or, like, I, unless I know that I'm going to be satisfied at the end of each yeah. book, I cannot commit. I just simply do not have the time. Like, I read so many goddamn books. Like, I do not have the time to to be like, oh, now I got to go read the next yep. one because, like, I don't got to find out what happens. No, you burned me. I can't yeah. do that. Yep, yep, yep. Um, But, yeah, I, I it's, it's so funny because we're like perfectly yeah. in line like yes <laughs> of all these are all the things i've said on the podcast and like yes i'm so glad to hear that like i am also there i'm not alone oh, in the no. world and just like pitching my my opinions out into the darkness which i mean i i am i am i am doing that i have my guesses <laughs> for greatest sin uh but uh yeah so um <clears throat> tempting az 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 you got it yeah perfect Aussie? beautiful uh, our man Oz, oh, yeah. Ozzy. Uh, he, yeah, Ozzy, yeah. Ozzy, as Alejandro yeah. calls him. Um, I, I, I had so I went back and I had to reread the first book, which I think we should, um, we should give a we should give a brief sure, rundown yeah. of what what your series is about. Probably just starting with the first book, mm-hmm. right? Because I, I think once you know what happens in the first book, you can kind of you can kind oh, of oh sure yeah for sure. Um, so would you like me to do that, or would you like to? do I that? would like you to do that because I don't think I could do it concisely. <laughs> That's yeah. fair. I totally understand yeah. that. Okay, so uh, the Kakanian series. Did I do it right? <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, the Kakanian. <laughs> See, I got overconfident. You're good. You're good. Just work um, through it. <laughs> it starts out with a with a woman named Jade being abducted from her home, and which is you know uh, pretty pretty standard fare here in in this place that we find. Ourselves oh yeah, in. so many women um, go missing. <laughs> So many, so many women. Um, and she is uh, launched out of an escape pod, essentially. Uh, she's she's FedExed to a planet, uh, and she uh, escapes before she can be kind of captured into the wilds and um, discovers a city where she then finds out that she has landed on a place called Quicania. Um and it's actually Clicania too, but we don't find out later until. Uh, but uh, and she finds this really interesting culture where uh, it is a a, a a matrilineal society. It's a it's a, it's a yeah, you know the women are are in charge. Um, and this is because uh, like three centuries ago they had this horrible plague where uh, a 
a ton of women died and their fertility rates have never been the same for reasons they can't quite explain. Um, and so they have completely reorganized their whole culture in order to make sure that they don't die out um, in the time sense. And it has had ripple effects in every single aspect of their lives down to how women hold themselves, down to what they're allowed to uh, like the expressions they're allowed to to use in public. Uh, it has changed everything about a man's life. Um, it has changed everything, 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 everything. And Jade is a human and she is dropped into this world and they go, Ugh, we don't really know what to do with you. Um, we can't return you to your planet because it's like way too primitive and like that's against the law for us to go back mm-hmm. there. Um, but we can integrate you into our society and you're a lady. We love ladies. <laughs> love them. Um, but since we don't really know what to do with you, I think we're just going to marry you off. Mm-hmm. And she goes, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> excuse me? Uh, and it sounds extremely archaic. Uh, and because she has no idea what in the world that means. She is imagining, as we would understand it, a marriage that is, A, going to be forced on her to some random alien mm-hmm. dude for life. Yeah. What? Um, which is not exactly how it turns out. Because uh, you created an extremely interesting marriage <laughs> system. Which... Totally makes sense in the world, but it's their temporary marriages meant to facilitate the creation of as many children with as many men as possible mm-hmm. um, so that everyone gets a chance, essentially. Uh, and of course, we meet we meet our hero, Theo. Uh, he has been forced into a, a choosing ceremony and he knows that he's not going to be picked. He hates it. Um, and Jade sees this massive tattooed or she believes tattooed yeah. man and goes i want yep. that one i want that one that one's mine uh if i gotta do this i want he... that one i'm gonna climb that one like a tree oh, yeah. he's pretty yep <laughs> he's very yeah. pretty um very surly yep. very confused oh, yeah. very pissed off um and sort of drunk also <laughs> later on yep um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and and this is the world we find ourselves mm-hmm. in. Jade and Theo kind of have to work through the fact that, A, he, he has no idea why she picked him because he is, uh, according to the society standards in this advanced world where everyone's freaking gorgeous mm-hmm. all the time and they have all this really magical technology where they, like, don't have any scars and are, like, can live for hundreds of years. Um, he is scarred mm-hmm. and he is considered just, like, too rough and scary looking and, and kind of... Uh, just just bad to mm-hmm. look at. Um, and he's terrifying. Um, and so he can't imagine why this strange alien creature would would pick him of all of all the the men who would love to yep. be with her. And so he thinks she's like some sort of spy <laughs> from like half the yeah. book. Big old <laughs> like tries to torture. Big her. old handsome dummy. <laughs> dummy. Um, and she's just like, what are you talking about? I don't even know how to use like anything. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I've been here for like ten minutes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, they they also discover in in the course of of, of this that um, the long lost uh, ability to like recognize a soulmate mm-hmm. essentially um, comes back mm-hmm. with with humans. Uh, these these Clicanians can recognize them in ways that they have not been able to recognize anybody of their own species since mm-hmm. the plague, um, and this is a huge fucking deal, um, especially for for a society where like monogamous relationships are taboo because it's considered selfish. Yeah. Um, so that is the, the like, I hope that was like five minute breakdown of, of, of the framework of your series and choosing Theo in particular. Um, I love these books. 
so much. Thank you. I love them too. <laughs> They're so fun. Um, I What I find really, really super interesting, because before we, we actually started recording, you mentioned that like you, you feel bad sometimes for borrowing tropes well, from, from the sci-fi genre. That's the thing, though. I mean, they're... There's nothing, I mean, there's there's some stuff that's new, but so many of these tropes, they're not new. Like the wounded, you know, uh, what do they call it? Um, like rejected or never been picked or, you know what I'm talking about with the... Yeah. Gosh, what is that? There's a term for it. I have no clue. Um, uh, Unworthy sad for love sad or whatever. Boy. Sad boy, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's not... That's not new. I mean, not new in any genre. I mean, in all the genres that exist. So nothing's new. Nothing's, nothing's new. new. Like the plague. I mean, every single yeah. Mars needs women trope. There's always a plague. Yeah. There's always a mysterious plague. <laughs> so there's always some like in. in I've talked about this before in our sci-fi mm-hmm. episodes, right? In our alien yep. episodes. Um, there's always some like I think. Hold on, I think I actually have it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I broke. I broke down the tropes. Yeah. Um, I mean, okay. We'll get. We'll get here. Hold on. Mars needs women. How do I label these. And. Uh... Uh, Wow, back when I used to do actual albums, amazing. <laughs> um, okay, top tropes yeah. are no women. Yep. Uh, women either not born, wiped out, or uh, I don't know, not there for whatever yep. reason. <laughs> uh, top reasons for no women are a virus, a war, a series of bad decisions, and equally bad scientists, genetics, yep. and an act of God. Yep. Um, the next trope is breeders. Yep. Uh, we need we need need babies need babies for whatever reason we pay, we can't breed anymore we need babies or else we're all gonna die. Yep. Um, then there's abducted by accident. Yep. Uh, abducted on purpose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bounty hunter mishap. Uh, strong woman meets strong man. Hyper masculine clusterfuck meets tough girl needs dicking down. Yep, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, and then, of course, uh, the 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 classic road trip romance set in space. <laughs> yep. um, and you you have a lot of those yes. tropes in your yep. books. When you read your books, you do not like every single time you introduce one of those tropes, you turn it on its head. Well, I hope so. I'm trying. I'm trying here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you seem very cognizant of like every time you introduce something, you answer it. Like yes. you, you, you have a have a real answer. Mm-hmm. And one of those, um, one of those things that I I love about your books is how every single book, and this is something I noticed when I went back to reread um, Choosing Theo, was that even in book one, you make space for queer people. Oh, yes, absolutely. Well, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense that they would not exist. It doesn't make no, sense. But in in every other like I I really struggle yeah. to think of more than a handful of sci-fi romances that even mention queer. Yeah, it's it, it doesn't make sense that they don't exist. I understand why, especially in faded mate romance, why authors maybe have a hard time fitting them into that because so much of the time in sci-fi romance, Faded Mates is, it's like a a scientific thing, right? It's you mm-hmm. are recognizing your mate because of reproduction. That's why that happens. And so it's really difficult to fit in a satisfactory, 
you know, LGBTQ romance within that that framework. And I understand. I mean, that's yeah. that's science fiction. So I guess I'm just more willing to say, I don't know, magic. Like <laughs> You do kind of yeah. like yeah, a little bit. It is like kind of like you have this very thin layer of just like, I don't know, man, they're yeah, soulmates. Yeah, they're you soulmates. Know? Like, yeah. Fate. Yeah. So, ah, but okay. I felt like that had to be done that way in order to make room for all types of love. And I think that, that that's, I mean, to, in order to do, write what I wanted to write and the, you know, the characters that I wanted to write and have it be kind of faded mates, I had to do it that way. So, yeah. 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 I, I, you really hammer at home in Tempting Uh-huh, yeah. You you really hammer at home. Like, we meet several people who do not fit into the, the company yeah. line of, like... I mean, everything in this world is organized around marriages. Mm-hmm. It's organized around your duty to be with somebody for three months, hopefully produce a kid, give that kid to the man, and bounce to go do yep. it again. Um and they have tried to accommodate, like, women still having lives. Mm-hmm. They've tried to accommodate, like, you know, you can get an exemption if you really cannot tolerate sexual intercourse yeah. with 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 the opposite yep. gender or whatever, you know. You you can get yep. out of it. Yeah. But there, it's not a – you're not going to get put to death for saying no. No, no, no. But – the way you have organized the politics of your world and the way you have organized the social construct around this and how every single person is raised to sacrifice again and again and again, that is so unique to your books because I feel like in most sci-fi romance, it's just like, yeah, we have this thing and and it stinks or whatever. Or like, oh, we have this thing. That's just the way it is. Oh, these are very much choices, very much choices that they have mm-hmm. to make every day. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And it would be hard on every every person in this society. It would be it would be extremely difficult. And I think, especially in choosing Theo, you really go to great lengths to to look at it from Jade's perspective and to point out that Jade has a really biased perspective on what's going on, and she rushes to judgment at every opportunity yep. because it's so foreign. Yep. Um, but it's, but as we kind of like step into the world even further, particularly by the end of her book, but then as in subsequent books, it's very much like, yeah, there's, this world is a sea of gray areas and it, everything is, is, is a compromise. Uh, even the villains of the book, you kind of are like, "Uh, I get it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And they did yep. do it. They did do it, though, they didn't did. they? They might have done. They might have done save their world by doing horrible, terrible stuff, things. Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, well, that's what I I wanted to do is is because one of the things that I I have seen in sci fi romance that I I don't always I mean I I don't hate it or anything, but I've seen it a lot, and I don't I didn't want to do it again was to bring the women in as the saviors and have them be like very obviously saying this is our way of doing things and this is how you should be doing things. And, Mm. uh, you know, I, I see some of like some of cultural exchange obviously is going to happen, but I don't like it when it's like, you're wrong, do it this way instead. I think they really have to kind of, you know, learn to live in this new world that they're now a part of that is millennia older than, than their civilization. Like how, how does it make sense that they just know better, you know? 
Yeah, especially when, like, I mean, you even get into it again in Choosing mm-hmm. Theo, like, this idea of, like, oh, oh, you you know better? How's your right, right. Well, you- <laughs> how's your How's your yeah. poor? How, yeah, you know? yeah. Like, how... How how is it? How is everything going over there? Are you gonna rush to judgments yep. for us? Because we're just trying to survive. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I, I I would love to hear how these books came about. How these like really complex ideas came about. Um. And because I mean, we, you mentioned that you are a life lifetime sci-fi fantasy paranormal yes. reader. I'm sure that it's kind of springs from that well. But I would really really interested to hear how it all coalesced. How the world building and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, like I said, I read a lot of, I read a lot of sci-fi romance, or I, I read, you know, I haven't been reading as much lately because writing just takes up so much time, but read a lot of sci-fi romance, and I love it. I love all of it. I love the, you know, barbarians, and I love the the women being abducted to these kind of, um, like, primal planets. I, th- I love it, but I feel like I wasn't seeing a lot of that in an advanced society, and I, I don't know, I just wanted to read that. I wanted to read how it might be different where the men could still be kind of that like aggressive way, but um, be in an advanced society. And so I decided to write something like that. And a lot of the world building actually happens because of the characters, because I do a pretty intense character like bios before I get in there. So one of the things that, a lot of the things that come up are, I want this to happen with Jade and Theo. I want this to happen to them. How would Jade, like what would make it so that Jade would be okay with this? What would make it so that they could have this dynamic? And that's how things like, um, how the government works comes up. Cause I'm a, um, I know a lot of readers listen to this, but there's a term for writers, uh, planner and pantser, and I am 100% a pantser. I come up with it as I'm writing. I don't like outline it ahead of time. And so a lot of the rules, a lot of the the things about the society came about just because because of a need that I had as the characters were interacting. That being said, the first thing that I ever wrote in the first... Um, thing that I knew for sure was I wanted to do the choosing and I wanted to do this kind of because so many you know I've read a lot where it's the woman in that specific kind of scenario where she's abducted and she's put into a lineup of women and these men come and they choose a woman and I love that but I, I wanted to see it the opposite way and so all of these men kind of go into this lineup and they're you know like picked kind of based on their looks only it's a meat auction it for sure is and so that was actually the first opening scene of the book originally was her um doing that the choosing the temporary marriages were a product of what i imagine would happen if there if it was a matriarchy because we all know how Mm -hmm. i mean we don't all know how but we all can assume what it would be for these patriarchal planets, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we know it, all those ladies are going to be that commodity and they're, it's not going to be pretty, right? But what if it was a matriarchy mm-hmm. and what if that just was how it was? Because, you know, I get a lot of comments, not a lot, but I get some comments like this is unrealistic. This wouldn't happen where women would be in charge in this instance, this this situation. I'm like, well, what if they were? 
What if they also it's it's a freaking alien it's an planet? Alien. Why are you putting your like Earth strictures on 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 an yeah. alien planet that's well, been around for like hundreds of thousands of years? Like, they're bigger down. and they're stronger, and they you know. And I'm like, okay, well, what if they actually respected the the women in charge and just you know? But so for a matriarchal planet, how would the women organize this to be both fair but something that would work in the long term? And I feel like having short term marriages is not necessarily the most conducive to having as many kids as possible. Because if you find somebody that you can have a kid with, the most logical thing would be to stay with that man and have more kids. But to prevent, you know, men being like kind of uprising and, you know, you you have these three month month marriages, so you give everybody a chance. Everybody has a chance Mm -hmm. to be married, to have a child, to at least try. And that's what I thought would be the most... It seems the most fair to me. I don't know. Maybe not to everybody, but to me, it seems the most fair. And then there were some other things that were purely like, I want them to be good at sex. (laughs) So husbandry school was born. born. Because, you know, I think this is across all romance. There's the hero and he's just magically amazing in bed. And I never I was like, okay, that doesn't make any sense. And especially on a planet where there's so few women. How does it make sense mm-hmm. that they're so good in bed? But I wanted him to be really good in bed. So I was like, he went to school. He yep. went to school for that. And that's how he's good at it. <laughs> so I I love I love like whenever you get really granular with like how the scores work in husband yeah. school, I just like I I just grin because I'm like, this is so fun. This is so fun to like, yeah, I got pretty high scores in cooking, but I did really bad in cooking. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm not great with perfect. I'm not great one on one, but <laughs> I could cook you a mean souffle. <laughs> Sex scores, 10 out yep, of 10. Yep, 10 out of 10. I mean, it's Poor Theo. mostly going to be 10 out of 10 in these yeah, books. Like fair. that that's that fair. makes the most sense. But um, so that's how that happened. So I, I, I don't know how to explain how I came up with the world because it was always just something that came from uh, from a need. Like, why would yeah. Jade be okay? Why would she not be super uncomfortable in this situation and be uncomfortable yeah. feeling at ease with Theo because this is how the society yeah. works. That's why, because this is mm-hmm. just how it is. So that's how it came about. I don't know. So you were character first. Character first. So character you, first. you you built a world around characters and around characters who had specific problems. Well, um, and that that totally makes yeah. Sense. Well, I I mean I knew I wanted it to be a matriarchal planet. I knew I wanted the, what the yeah. marriages, what I wanted them to be like. I had a few scenes in mind. But the the specifics of it, the specifics of the government yeah. and everything came definitely from the characters and from a need to explain it for the reader and to, like, defend mm-hmm. the characters' actions and choices. So especially mm-hmm. with Jade, when she first hears about it, I really had to figure out a way to ease her into being okay with choosing somebody. And so a mm-hmm. lot of explanations happen because of that. And um, I don't know. I just... in. In that time, I kind of just, I just try and figure out what makes the most sense. I don't know. I'm so sorry. I don't have a better answer. No, no, that <laughs> totally makes sense. I mean, I, I'm, I write in much the same mm-hmm. way where like, I usually start with like an interesting concept, like, oh, I want to write about right. mummy. <laughs> um, and, uh, and then I, and then I go character after yep. that. And then I have specific things that the characters need. I like, I, okay, well, this character 
has to have a job. Mm-hmm. Well, what would their job be in this world where mummies exist? Well, okay, maybe we like this thing and then that thing and then, you know, so on and so forth until all of a sudden you have a world built around you and you didn't even really intend for that yep. to happen. Um, I, I've always found sci-fi like really intimidating to write. I haven't I haven't attempted yeah. it um, because the idea of like building a world from scratch like scares the freaking pants off of me. Um, and and so I really admire sci-fi writers because <laughs> I love sci-fi so much. And I'm always just like, how do they like, how do you come up with everything? You so much. And I love, I love how every time a human asks a question like, okay, how does this floating thing work? And you just go, I don't know, magnets. Yeah. Do you know how everything works? Yeah, on your exactly. Planet? No. no, stop asking questions. <laughs> like, why? You know, one of the things that I why would they know? Why would somebody yeah. who is not like a scientist? Why would they know how these things work? They wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't just know that. So, gets me out of some tricky stuff, and also makes yeah. sense. <laughs> you, it's like solar power, probably. I yeah. don't know. you know, yeah, the that's sun. fine. Okay, yeah, we got a lot of sun. It's it's chill. Yeah. It's fine. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I just, I, it was so funny too, because I, I was like rereading your books and I was blasting through Tempting Us Ed and I had like stopped myself from like wanting, I really want to read all of them again mm. now, because of course, like I started one, I gotta, gotta oh. do the rest of them, but I just didn't have yeah. it. <laughs> but I'll do it. I'll do it now. Um, but I, I was like, I, I recognized this, this feeling that I had when I was about 75% of the way through and I was like. Hmm. Maybe I should put this book down. I was, like, I was feeling like this little like knot in yeah. red, and I was like, hmm, maybe I should put this book down. I don't think I can do this. And then I was like, why am I feeling that way? It's not because I I don't like what's happening because that's usually yeah. the feeling is like oh when you start feeling uncomfortable with the book you like put it down and you know you're never gonna yeah, pick yeah. it back up again. And it wasn't that. I recognized that I also felt this when I was rereading Choosing Theo, and I was like, what is, what is this? And I I swear to God. The feeling is, I don't want to finish the book because then it's Aww, over. That's so nice. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, it's because I enjoy these books so stinking oh. much that like I don't want it, I don't want them to be done because then I have to wait for the freaking next oh, one. Yeah. And I don't linear time is hard and I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm sorry I can't write faster. <laughs> It's okay. Yeah. I understand. I have friends breathing down my neck now that are like, so when am I going to get book two? And I'm like, what do you mean when you're going to get book two? I'm working <laughs> I'm on trying. it. trying. Yeah. Please, it's hard. I got to write like a lot. I write like 2,000 words a day and it's still not fast yeah, enough. Yeah. I mean, and then in, in in terms of world building, there's a lot that goes in behind the scenes just figuring it out. Like I have a calendar I have the how you keep time. I have what the seasons are. I mean, that's all there, and I never really talk about it, but it needed to be worked we out. Need it. I need to know what yeah. it is. And I yeah. mentioned it maybe like one time when he's asking what time it is. It, and, you know, but it, it's all there. It's all in the background. It takes time. But it, but it, but it, like if you didn't do that, we wouldn't have like the plot points of like Rago needing to teach the human women how to read their yep. writing because they just want to be able to like read a clock yep. and they can't because like the writing is so complex and crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And without that like tiny detail and worked out ahead of time, like we wouldn't, we wouldn't have Rago in his little outfit sitting there in front of the chalkboard, the space chalkboard, and trying to teach them how to read. Yeah. That's my favorite. Fucking Alice wasn't paying any attention to that. None. None. How could you not? Well, I mean, she had other stuff stuff going on, huh? She was in love with someone else and didn't know it. 
And he was ignoring he was, her. For sure. For sure. Well, I mean, he yeah, had his reasons. Everyone has their reasons. Yeah, yeah. But, but. Yeah. Except I'm okay. Small Yeah, yeah. Go now. for it. Azed was really mean sometimes. Oh, sure. And he, and he, okay, he, he earned yeah. it. But also, I don't think Alejandra deserved him being that mean all no, the no. time. He, she didn't. I know that he was like mad. His, his like ordered life was like d- all messed up because yeah. of her. But also, dang, man, loosen up a little he, bit. Man. He had to, he had to get, you know, some magic sex to get loose. He couldn't just be loose from the beginning. He had to have some space yacht he, sex space to get yacht loose. Sex. And that is something. Yeah. yeah. I didn't realize, uh, I had, I totally forgot that uh, Theo had like, more brothers than Luca, mm. who was the subject of the second mm. book. And then because we skipped to, we were like not, you know, sometimes the romance trope is to like go through all the men in the yeah, family. Yeah. Um, and you you did like Luca and then you went to Verico, yeah. mm-hmm. right? You like got Morocco. it. You got it the first time. Don't change it. Verico, thank, <laughs> thank God. Um, and and that was super fun. That was that was definitely a road trip I, romance, actually. I, I think so. People, I loved it. I love that one. But I really like just people being real snippy with each other for long periods of time. Yeah, Other people true. didn't like it as much. I liked it. I, I, I can understand why, like, specifically with that one, like, you, because the, the main problem with, so, okay, I love the setup for the, for saving Verico and also yeah. for, um, for attempting on Zed, right? Which was basically when these women are rescued from this bunker in uh, freeing mm-hmm. Luca, um, there's, they find a bunch of women that have been squirreled away and being tested on and like horrible things are happening to them or like about to happen to them. And uh, and when Jade is is abducted in the, the first book, we discover that there is this bunker. And then in the second book, these women are released. Um, two of those women, two absolute scrappers, yeah. decide as they are waiting for rescue, instead of waiting around to be, like, picked up by, like, mysterious aliens who, like, might be okay, um, they just kind of bounce into the alien wilderness. Yeah. Um, and they survive there for weeks. weeks. For weeks they survive yeah. in an, on an alien planet because one of them is a badass survival yeah. lady. Um Lily, mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, they get separated due to some shenanigans. Um, and so the Saving Verico is about Lily being found due to unforeseen and terrible circumstances. Yeah. <laughs> um, being dropped from yep. the sky, let's yep. just say. Uh, uh, poor, poor Verico does does just get absolutely, like, shad-racked in that Fallen one. right in um, front of her. Dead. Right, just lands <laughs> real, real yep. rough through a bunch yep. of trees. Um and uh and and then the tempting Azed, which was by um which is about Alejandra mm-hmm. who was yeah. with her and gets a horrible head yeah. injury uh in their separation being found by by our surly soldier mm-hmm. man our, our head guard of the pearl yep. temple who just really can't understand why she's making all these impulsive decisions oh, all the time orderly <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm so reluctantly attracted <laughs> to you and your rebellious yeah. nature um uh, and, and th- I just, I, like, the concept that these two women are, like, the absolute wild women of yeah. this group. They just, they just fuck off into the alien okay. wild and still somehow manage to find, okay. like, it's, wait a second. It's Wait good. a second, though. Okay, picture, picture me this, right? You're in yeah. a bunker. You've been yeah. abducted. You don't know what's uh-huh. happening. They haven't told you anything. Yeah. You don't know what's going on. You fight your way out of said bunker. And you're just out in the wilderness. 
Like you don't mm-hmm. know who's coming to get you. You yeah. don't know if they're good. No, for you sure. You don't know anything. How many of us would not be like, all right, I'll go this way? Like, just kind of fade into the yeah. bushes like Homer Simpson. I feel like they <laughs> make way more sense running off than the other women did. Just like, okay, come and find me. Pick me up, other aliens that I don't know. I fully yeah. agree. I fully yeah, yeah. agree. I, I loved it. I was like, when 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 they bounced, I was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, you would. would. Yeah, you would do that. It's a bad choice. Oh, for sure. I for know sure. it's a bad choice as a reader, but like, it's a choice that I think so many of us would make because like they at that point, right, they had only met Luca, yes, as like a good. Yeah, but at that time, Luca is out of his mind, drugged up, like not he's not any model citizen. Like you don't want to you don't want to base your choices off of how he looked at that moment. Luca's having a bad day. He's having a real bad few days, weeks, months. Yeah, he's he's not he's not a happy. Well, I mean, I guess right then he is pretty happy, but a little bit <laughs> for for other reasons yeah. he's for boner reasons he's out there finally he's got his yeah. lady gotta go take her he's got his lady but he's not really concerned with looking sane for the rest of the group so no. uh you know if that were me i'd be like all right i'm gonna go i'm gonna go run this way because this is a bunker and people who are bad are gonna be coming back to this bunker. i mean that's what makes sense luckily that's not what happens but I- in, in choosing Theo, when when Jade gets abducted yeah. uh, the like towards the end of the book again, because the people who brought yeah, yeah. her there obviously have been trying to get her uh-huh. ever since, um, she she has this like thought where she's like, okay, being taken out into the woods by by a shitty horny alien who's definitely going to kill me is bad. Being taken out into the woods to a secret bunker is yeah, much worse. So much worse. So much worse. Bunkers. Nothing ever good happens in a bunker. Nothing. No. 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 <laughs> I know I've said it like a million times, but I love your books. Your books are so fun. Uh, and I, I I, think I definitely, what? when did I first mention them? I don't remember, like, was it episode 12, Aliens, or did I? I think I feel like I've mentioned your books like a dozen times before, but only like in tiny snippets because I, I've been wanting to do an episode yeah. on them so bad that I was like, I can't waste my material, <laughs> all my good, good content um, by like gushing. I think, uh, yeah, but, I think uh, you're, al- I mean, that's where I was, I think tagged i think that's how i learned about it probably. yeah probably i am obnoxious oh no it was wonderful i wouldn't have known otherwise and oh and i so appreciate that because i listen to a few other romance podcasts not a lot of people do aliens i really appreciate that you're taking a dive in that you know not historical or contemporary they get enough screen time let's get some paranormal and some aliens in here i feel like my thing is i i feel like i have to remind myself to do other things yeah which is why like in the discord i was like somebody give me recommendations or else it's going to be all aliens and demons and stuff for like uh, yeah sorry i did not do that Uh, yes you did actually make the problem worse but that's fine um yeah i like yeah they get enough screen time they get enough attention they've gotten enough attention since the 70s uh i think alien and monster romance in particular are having a mo and that's fantastic um but I think the, I don't know, my, my niche is uh, liking things too much. And uh, I, I feel like if I can direct that towards these cool people who are out there putting their like weird flag out and waving it as hard as they can and like bringing others to them and everyone's having a good time and being super fun and doing all this really creative stuff, if I can like use that for their benefit... Yeah. As a bookseller, that really tickles yeah. me. Um, 
And, and I don't know, I think there's something really wonderful about sci-fi and, and paranormal and fantasy romance in that people are so unabashedly weird. Yeah, yeah. But also, I mean, you can have the weirdest, the weirdest stuff happening, stuff you never think that you'd be into and still be like, aw, them. Or be in Yeah. Nutrius Lurie. They just you, deserve honey. to be That's together. So yeah, yeah. So I feel like it's not like it sounds weird, but it's not nearly as weird because it is a it's, love it's story. It's romance with set dressing. Yeah. yeah, like it's all just costume. Yeah. You know, it's all the same stuff. Yep. Um, you just add a little extra cinnamon mm-hmm. on top. You got to get that mm-hmm. flavor. <laughs> I, I, I just, I think that everyone should read your books. I think that they are so interesting in how you subvert the genre and the tropes so lovingly. <laughs> like it's not a, mm, I'm I'm better than. Oh you. So no, absolutely like not. Like no, no. no, it's a it's a love it is a love letter to oh, these tropes. Sure. What you yeah. write, um, and and I I can't gush enough about these books. I was so excited to be able to read one special just for me. I was so excited, <laughs> uh, and and I think. I know we already talked about Rego, okay. but I'm willing to wait. No pressure. No pressure about yeah. Rego. Pressure. I feel pressure. But, I feel but, a lot of pressure. But also maybe a little yeah. bit of pressure. I And I get it because, like, I, I have, you know, I've been working on, on a series and um, I share with, with a couple of, of my friends, like, kind of the, the rough, mm-hmm. like, okay, so I have, like, these characters and I know that, you know, this is going to happen and these characters are going to be introduced mm-hmm. and they're probably going to get their own book. And I have, like, at this point, like, 10 books yeah. planned out. And now my friends are doing the thing where they're like, okay, when do I get this one specific book? And I'm like, well, um, as soon as we get there. I don't, we'll get there when we get there, fam. We gotta leave me alone. I didn't want to mention, I didn't want to mention though. Okay, so in Attempting Closet, it is Alejandra, our our heroine, um, our very impulsive, very injured, very concussed heroine for a lot of the book. she is a movie reviewer, she is. and she spits them hot movie takes left she and does. right. And it was the amount of restraint it took me to not hop in the Discord <laughs> and be like, "Victoria, yeah. <laughs> did you just have her reenact the entirety of the Mummy for an Alien yeah. Man in this yeah. book?" That felt like a special gift <laughs> for me. I was like, she, "That was for me." She didn't know it, but that's for me. I mean. As I'm like clutching my Brendan Fraser. Film. Who who is not a fan of those movies? I mean, I, that doesn't make any sense to me that you don't like the Mummy. How can you not like the Mummy? Joyless. I, Blue or joyless. So yeah, obviously she. I mean, if I'm gonna put a movie reviewer in there or a movie fan, if I'm gonna put somebody who has seen a movie, that's the one that they're gonna talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, every every time she like slipped in a movie reference, I was like, yep. yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. I know. Yep. All of these they're all all hits. All they all oh, slap. Good. good. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I tried but, uh, to do. I tried to do some without it being obnoxious. So I hope that. No, it yeah. wasn't. It was just really funny. Like, I I liked how subtle it was. Where you were at first, she uses a ton of mm-hmm. references, and then because it's just habitual, yeah. and then as the dialogue, she goes on she has to change how she yeah. speaks because he never has any idea what she's yeah, talking no about. One <laughs> no, no one does no one they don't even have like they, they don't have they don't no. have movie they don't they have don't movie have... i don't understand. no tv no box <laughs> no what are you talking yeah. about um 
so I think, you know, uh, that's a good place to, to begin to wrap this up. Um, believe it or not, we've been talking for. Oh, I'm so hour, sorry. Which, I feel like I've said nothing. <laughs> no. You've, well, that's because I was gushing for okay. most of the time. That's right. me. I'm that's sorry. That's on me. That's my yeah. bad. Well, don't. I mean, no. Well, no, you can't apologize <laughs> for me. Victoria. I didn't interrupt enough. Um, that's fair. I did. I do say in the in the thing, I do say you got to interrupt me. That's yeah. fair. But it's, well, you'll be back on. You can't, you can't stop me. For sure. I'll come back on. I'll talk about whatever. I also like really don't want to spoil what happens in like your, in, in your books, but specifically because Tempting Ozed has oh, come sure. out yet. So I like, I'm having to like viscerally like, like clench because <laughs> I just, there are things I want to talk about that I can't talk about on yeah. the air. Um, but if you have found these books at all interesting, listeners, you need to go get these books. They are out now. Well, all but one, which comes out in two days. So hit that pre-order link, bookmark it, whatever, any of that. Um, I I cannot recommend them enough. They are a delight. They are a damn <laughs> delight. And and they satisfy every every little uh, uh, romance loving bone in my my yeah. body. Um, and and they're just they're just really interesting. Like I I'm a sucker for just like a really well thought out, unique take on old school stuff. And like that is one hundred percent what your books are. Um and at the same time it's satisfying. All of those little checky ticky tacky boxes that are like, Yes, big man. Yeah. Oh, he's so sad. He's so yep. dumb. Mm, yes, I love yep, it. Yep. She's so smart and capable. Love it. Love that. All of it. Yeah. We got the we got the big um, big dumb men. I mean, they're the biggest. Rago especially is just he's, he's so huge. Horns. Got horns and fangs and he just wants his lady. He just off. wants a woman, guys. So He's trying his he's trying his He best. is. Without being weird about it. I wanna say he's not weird about it. I, I mean, I'm sure though he feels very weird about it, you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, awkward. he's a very yeah. he's gonna be he's gonna be a fun one. He'll be a fun one. He comes from a city that's not nearly as civilized as the cities mm-hmm. that we have been to. So they have the the bride chasing, right? They the, sure like, do. He's gonna be chasing yeah. some brides. So that'll be fun. Because it just does not mesh with his personality at all. But, you know, for everyone who, you know, has read or intends to read these books, he will get a book. And I love to hear about him, but I just want you all to know he will get a book. I wouldn't do you like that. I wouldn't introduce that kind of person and then not give him a book. <laughs> yeah, I, that would be... I don't think you could get I, away with that, frankly. Not. I. Nope. I, I, I do not think so. I think it's every, like, especially in sci-fi romance, right? It's that, like, if they have a line, <laughs> they they are, they get yeah. a book. Like, that is, that's, that's, them's yep. the rules. Sorry. Uh, if they make an appearance you know? and they're attractive, they're going to get a book. If they have, like, even if they, maybe even especially if they have bad personalities, they're getting Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, a character you probably just read in the new book, Maxu. Yeah. Maxu, when you gave him his tiny, tiny spoiler, he does have his own like tiny he chapter, does. Like, yeah. like a little section. Uh, I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I see you. I'm looking into my crystal ball and I'm seeing your yeah. future and it's full of lady. Yeah. For sure. For sure. He needs to be taken down a few pegs, I think. Yeah. He does. He does. Or I mean, I don't think he would mind. He seems like you'd be super into that. 
Well, not uh, not in the not, way that I'm planning. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now I'm in. Yes, yes. please. Yeah, I'm yeah. on board. Okay. I was on board before, but now I'm like in, in the yeah. front seat. Thank you. Uh, I would love to see that man tortured. Oh, he's going to be tortured. Yep. 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 Okay. So while we wait for all those good, good books, we have pluggables. Yes. Yes. I did it. I made sure I was ready for this section. Okay. So, okay. Tempting Ozed, book four of the Clickanian series. It does come out July 9th, like she has said. Um, if you'd like to email me, I would love to hear from you. You have no idea how much I love getting emails. I love them so much. So you can email me at Victoria uh, period Adeline at yahoo.com. Um, you can visit my website victoriaaveline.com and i'm not uh the best with social media i'm i can handle one one type of social media and that's about it so it's facebook and i'm sorry but it's facebook um so you can find me at, at victoria aveline books on facebook and then we have a reader group on there that's a lot of fun if you want to come and join the yeah. reader group um and that's i'm part yeah, of she, it. she's part of it we've talked about fun stuff like rocks and rocks, rocks. yeah fossils yeah all the stuff and i um nerd shit <laughs> yes <laughs> and um i uh upload things there probably first if i'm gonna give a sneak peek or if i'm gonna do anything it's gonna be there first so first there and then a newsletter if you'd like to sign up for the newsletter through my website that would be great. Yeah. All right. Is yeah. It? All the we books good? are available on Amazon uh, on Kindle Unlimited. So okay. if you have Kindle yes. Unlimited, you can go there. Get them for free. Yes. Uh, and do it. Do it. Do it. Because they're fantastic. And I love them. And I know I've said that a <laughs> times, but I really cannot reiterate. Okay. Also, I just can I just say I appreciate the general lack of um, violence against women that you have. Oh, for sure. Wanna, yep. That's been a hot topic mm-hmm. recently about like stuff, uh, you know, Ruby Dixon's books blew up. And I think a lot of people in the mainstream uh, romance community were not prepared for the stuff that we can sometimes be used to in sci-fi, which is a lot of violence against mm-hmm. women. The The main trope there being that like women are not brought into this universe yeah. kindly, um, typically. And even in your books, they're not brought into no. the universe kindly. Um, but you you go out of your way, I think, to avoid any sort of actual violence against women. Um, yeah, yeah. Consent, uh, like they're put in. Yeah, like they're put in some some rough situations sometimes, but like not in the same way at all as some. Yeah. Sometimes. I mean, okay. Well, I, you know, I I love those books too. I, you know, yeah, problematic yeah. things, you know, it happens a lot, I think, in sci-fi and paranormal. And, I, you know, I'm okay with it. I think that there's definitely a line and it's fantasy. And But I um, I try not to do it in at least this series just because I wanted the world to be, you know, matriarchal in a way that maybe is not, I don't know, expected where... The women are in charge and the men are respectful of that. And even the villains who are citizens of this world are pretty respectful of that as well. So they're not ever in too bad of a spot. I mean, they're in some bad spots, but it's not ever too bad. So I think they're yeah, pretty safe. And there's, yeah, they're very, they're, they're very yeah. safe. Um, I, and not to like 
shit on anybody's oh, no. books. Like, yeah. I love oh, Ruby's sure. books. Yeah. Like, yeah, obviously. Yeah. I did a whole episode. Episode yeah. it's Ruby's World. Um, we're all just living in it. But I, I, I do want to go out of my way to make sure people go into these books yes. clear-eyed and are knowing full well what's going yeah. to happen. And that, you know, a key facet of this universe mm-hmm. is that it is an objectively extremely cruel universe that people find happiness in in spite right. of, right? Like, it's not, you know, whereas I think your books are, they have a level of intensity, they have a level of danger, but it's a different read in terms of being like, I I know when I go into one of your books, I'm never going to have to be like, yeah. oh, okay, Oh, what's yeah. gonna happen? Like, oh yeah, God. Yeah. Um, so I do very. Oh, much. good. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, I have I have a surprise Ooh. announcement, and this relates a little bit to you. Uh, so, if for my pluggable section, I am announcing here right now that we are doing our very first merch drop soon. Well, actually, as as when this when this episode comes out, and it's a kind of a tentative dry run. Um, we are, I'm doing mugs and I'm doing stickers. Um, and I would like you to see the designs. Be the very oh, my, I'm see, honored. See I would love to see them. All right. Let me look at this. Oh, very nice. I feel like I, uh, should get that on a sweatshirt. More like aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I well I we are we are going to be doing uh actual like shirts and stuff at some point uh soon but I was like I want to do like a dry run to make sure like this is something that anybody wants but I had a lot of fun with that vaporwave aesthetic yeah what does it look Uh, like it looks like um I don't know what it, I'm not a techie person, like the old Microsoft Word kind of color yeah. scheme. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yes. Love it. Yes. Like what, I was kind of going for like a cross between like, like uh, Tron yeah. and those, those little Dixie cups yep. and, and like a, like a new age, like cool kid vaporwave yeah. aesthetic, which when I, when I uh, talked about it with my, with my roommates now showing them, they're like, I love how your aesthetic has literally nothing to do with romance <laughs> novels. And I was like, exactly. No, but it's, I mean, it's beautiful. It it's could, beautiful. it could be the change you want to see in the world. And I want to see more neon. I love it. And the nutrient slurry so, got that one too. I like that one. Yep. Yep. That one's going to be on a mug. I was talking to my husband about that yesterday and I because I had just listened to that episode and I was like, she's mm-hmm. she's talking about a nutrient slurry. And even though I write sci-fi romance, I don't you know, my aliens are not very alien. You know, they're yeah. they're they're pretty mm-hmm. mellow. And he was like, what is that? And I was like, well, <laughs> what is this? He gives, you know, he gives her all of the things that she needs to survive. All of the nutrients and stuff from his dick. <laughs> he was like, oh. And so I think probably he's going to start saying that to me now, which is not so fun. Yeah. But <laughs> well, here's the thing is that having to, in my place of work, uh, explain to my my friend and manager, Allie, um, the difference between no, it is the nutrient slurry is not his. Juice. No, no, that's different. Uh, it is. No, it is. It is different. Um, and it comes before, and then it do come afterwards. <laughs> uh, well, he's going to take care of her. So it's dessert. Sweet. Yeah, it's dessert. He's, yeah, he's doing his best. 10 out of 10 cooking. 
Scorpion Man's. He, you know, he would have gotten great yeah. scores in Hunter Husband School. Ten out of ten for the cooking. His, his little his, his class. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I'm gonna be real, real with you. I, I do design merch specifically so that I can have the things. That That's I amazing. I wish I could do that. I cannot. I wish, because I people have asked me for merch too, and I was like, I don't have, I don't have the skill, and I don't know how to find people to hire who have the skill. That's you know what fair. I mean? That's fair. You know, if you ever need somebody to design something for you and you want it vapo way, you <laughs> you you let me know and I'll and I'll help you out. Um uh I <laughs> I would love a like I have ten out of ten scores in husband yeah, school shirt or something sure. like that. Like that would be very good. That would be pretty yeah. choice. Um yeah, it's yeah, it's weird. I don't know. It's always kind of like it feels Self-promo's hard oh, and feels yeah. wrong most of the time sure. because it's like, I don't know, like, especially the podcast, it's like things that I say and that feels... It's so fun though. I mean, weird. I've said things that you say and I'm like, ha 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 and then it just... Oh, Abigail's so smart is what yeah, you say yeah. yourself. Oh, and I go, wow. Oh. How did she think of that? Amazing. Wow. It's, it's called I don't do a whole lot of thinking. I do kind of just say... <laughs> Uh, that's well. I like you know, it. It makes sense. Uh, yeah, I had a I so I stayed up late reading *Chasing mm-hmm. Theo*, right? And then the next the next day I had to go to work, and so I was like fried because I get up at like five to go to the bookshop because uh, I love that hashtag bookseller life. And it was funny because it was just one of those days where like because I was tired, my filter was off, and so I just like said some yeah. shit to like <laughs> customers. <laughs> and one of those things was I was someone was trying to buy a book for a like twelve year old girl. And she pulled Emily Winsnap off of the off of the shelf. And I don't know if you ever read mm-hmm. those books, but it's about it's about mermaids. It's about a girl who discovers she is half mermaid. And when she goes in the water, she she can become a mermaid um, and she is not allowed to exist. Like there's a reason like her and her mom like live like very isolated mm-hmm. um, and she's not supposed to know about her like mm-hmm. heritage. Um and and she's like, yeah. So I this lady comes up. She's like, yeah. So I got I got this book. Do you think she'll like it? And I was like, oh, it's a great book. And I was like, and from a from a adult perspective, it's fucking wild <laughs> to realize that means her mom banged a yeah. mom. How <laughs> we have a slit and we <laughs> like we meet yeah. them. Like we meet him and like they like are together again after like this whole thing comes out. And and then I realized only afterwards that I was like, mm, <laughs> I don't know if I should have. <laughs> Uh, you know, but she laughed, so it's fine. It's fine. I didn't get like uh reported to my manager or anything. I, not that she would care. I've said worse things to her yeah. on the daily, but uh, yeah. Uh, so if you if you want uh to proclaim to everyone all on sundry that you love aliens, uh, we will have this dope ass uh aliens more like aliens yeah. uh mug and sticker available. Uh, link below. We are also gonna have a. Listen, I wanted to do the 303 <laughs> lyric with the Nutria Slurry mug, but it was too niche. It was yeah. too niche. And hey, you know what? If y'all like, if y'all clamor to me, if you if you yell at me and you go like, hey, Abigail, I can't believe you didn't have the 303 <laughs> lyric with the Nutria Slurry mug. I'll fix it. I'll do it. I can do more. Um, you gotta put these years in art school to work. Um, but uh, it, it does it does say, uh, don't talk to me until I've had my Nutria yeah. Slurry. Um, and you can get that on a mug and gross out everyone in your life. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and be prepared to explain what that is and report back. I want to hear. <laughs> I want to hear that one. Um, and then you know, in the future, we'll be doing more. I'll be adding. I think I will also, by the time this goes out, be adding like 
our logo. So like if you want stickers or whatever, and you, for whatever reason, I will send you free stickers. But if you would like to buy the logo in some way, I will provide that for you. I have that. We that is available. Um, and and yeah, we'll be rolling out more stuff as 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 uh, I say, stupider and wilder shit. Uh, and and that I think is funny, and want to see on a <laughs> like uh, like I said in the Discord the other day, uh, uh, give me the bloodies. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, and and uh, and and I'm sorry ahead of time. <laughs> so um, okay. So as far as regular pluggables go, you know where to find me. Kingdom Thirst everywhere. Abigail K Kelly on uh, Twitter. Um, I'm trying to do fun stuff over there on the Instagram. Eh, you know, vibe with me if you want. Uh, you don't have to do anything. If you could recommend the podcast to a friend, uh, that would be really awesome. Uh, if you could talk about it on social media, that would be awesome too. Word of mouth helps podcasts grow. Um, also, uh, I'm still giving out stickers for free. Email me uh, at kingdomofthirst at gmail.com or use our contact form on our website, kingdomofthirst.com slash contact. All of that info is below. Also, get in our Discord because it's popping off and very fun. Um, it is, it is, there are a bunch of weirdos in there and I really appreciate that. Talking about Snoopy, <laughs> uh, and, <laughs> or uh, yeah, I, uh, I was, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know what it was. I was like, what is a Sneeple? <laughs> yeah, that's probably for yeah. the best. Uh, but Naomi Lucas came out with this, with a, 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 a Snurson romance. Well, I've, uh, I mean, recently. I've read them. I've read Snake People. I just had not heard it said you know referred well, to as such so <laughs> well that's yeah because i'm immature and I, you know you didn't have to point it out on the podcast but <laughs> okay now it's out it, there cut it. <laughs> um, all right so this has been super fun uh i'm going to coerce you to come back on I'd the podcast i'd love to so come back talk on more. the podcast yeah yes uh anyway go buy go buy uh tempting awesome good job i really love how you say it she becomes like a an English lady when she pronounces Azed because she puts her head back. She extends her neck yes. so she can really get that awe in there. I gotta, I gotta open, open yes. wide so I can say all Yeah, yeah, beautiful. I wish everybody who reads the book says it like that. Well, they're going <laughs> yeah. to now. Um, so, sorry, ahead of time, <laughs> listeners. Uh, and uh, that's about it. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll catch you next week. I don't know what next week's episode is going to be, but you'll find out probably... Well, no, you won't find out for me. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.